0: Hello, I'm Lika Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. The famine gripping the Horn of Africa, precipitated by the worst drought in 60 years, has already claimed tens of thousands of lives. The disaster is the worst of its kind since Ethiopia's severe food shortages over 25 years ago. After that 1985 famine, American aid established an early warning system designed to forecast likely food emergencies. It had been warning of a disaster in Somalia some eight months before the United Nations formally declared a food emergency. Why then, despite these warnings, was the crisis so severe? And could it have been prevented? Duncan Wilson reports. When Kenyan economist Mwangi Kameni visited the country's capital Nairobi in September, he heard the song on the radio everywhere.
1: Sky and I wonder why, life is so why an child is born in hunger and
0: despair Kemenye, a senior Kenya fellow at the Brookings Institute, remembers the food shortages experienced by Kenya fifteen years ago. He thought that this time Nairobi didn't seem as badly affected, but he soon realized that the widespread fundraising, including the celebrity song playing across radio stations and markets was a response to a famine far worse than he had imagined. The
2: situation there is very bad, very severe there, and you have a lot of refugees crossing the border. Although, on the other hand, uh, a lot of uh, Kenyans themselves have come together to support the, the people suffering.
0: More than three quarters of a million people are facing food shortages brought on by droughts and the lowest crop production in almost two decades. In Kenya's north and northeast, some 1.5 million pastoralists are facing a food emergency. That means they're suffering acute malnutrition or mortality. But of the four horn of Africa countries hit by food shortages – Kenya, Somalia, Ethiopia and Djibouti – it is Somalia that has been hardest hit. Thousands of Somali have walked for weeks across the country to reach Dadaab refugee camp. The camp is now the world's largest, kemenyu says, and filled five times over its capacity of 90,000 people. This has stretched the ability of aid workers to provide food and shelter.
2: You have a very fast area in northern Kenya, the boundaries are very fluid. Uh, it is uh, more problematic logistically to distribute food in that part of the country, and dealing with. Uh, The camps, the refugee camps, has been also difficult because they are crowded and food has been diverted, uh, particularly on the Somalia side, and that that makes it difficult.
0: The militant Islamist group al-Shabaab, which took hold of the country's south and central parts in 2006, banned international aid agencies in 2009. The al-Shabaab deny there is a famine, and their attempts to provide food aid have proven woefully inadequate. The United Nations World Food Programme is leading the international response. The program's executive director, Josette Sharon, says aid agencies can't distribute food in Somalia because of the ban and because the country lacks strong, legitimate government. For there to be development, there has to be security. For there to be security, there has to be development. And this crisis in Somalia is something that really has confounded uh, the ability of international systems. And then... You can look at mitigation efforts for the recurrent droughts there. The World Food Program and other aid agencies such as Oxfam America received the famine early warnings for Somalia last year but say they were powerless to respond. Oxfam's president, Ray Offenheiser, says relief groups lacked the funds to help because they didn't have the images and reports of suffering that move people to donate.
3: We waited perhaps too long. The public Uh, around the world is very sensitive to the issue of hunger. And when the images and the story become real and become vivid and become persistent, uh, we know that the public will respond and they will respond generously and they will respond powerfully. Absent that narrative and those images, the issue doesn't move.
0: And African countries had their own challenges. The Great Recession and Eurozone crisis buffeted Africa's economies, weakening their exchange rates and reducing their purchasing power. According to Najugu Ndungu, governor of Kenya's central bank, this has increased the cost of getting help to those who need it.
1: The difference around this time is that the exchange rate was getting uh, volatile and obviously weakening because of the Eurozone. And uh, all these effects, the crisis, everything was being amplified by everything else. Cost of food, fuel, cost to transport the food to the market or even to the people who need it, and of course importing food when the exchange rate is actually exceptionally weak. You can see those combined effects have been devastating in the, in the region. So even though we suffered the cyclical drought effect, we are also now seeing that they have been magnified by other uh, effects.
0: One of those domestic factors which increased the severity of the famine was, says Ndungu, poor food management. Low-income countries lack warehouses to store excess domestic food and producers sell food when supply is highest that drives down prices so some of the food that can't be consumed immediately is wasted.
1: The biggest problem in Kenya is when the farmers produce and overproduce there's nobody buying that surplus in time and most of them are hard up in terms of cash so they need cash so you find that during the, the, the harvesting season, it's also the season they are selling, but it's also the season when prices are lowest. So if you look at their wealth, it's actually is devoured by the market.
0: There is little that governments can do to prevent drought, but the Kenyan economist Kimenyi says the famine could have been avoided if international and local institutions functioned effectively, if governments were more responsive or their economies more secure and agricultural production more advanced. He says that's a big if. The world
2: has a lot of resources. It's really not that food is a problem globally. Uh, it's that uh, we we can manage the process better. I don't think anyone needs to die or go to the extreme suffering because of lack of food. I would say also regionally, uh, as Africans, uh, we should be able to do better.
0: The international community could also sharpen up its actions in the face of an impending disaster, says Offenheiser, Oxfam's president. He believes aid groups need to be more proactive when confronting a possible food emergency rather than responding once the emergency is set in.
3: How do we move the system that we have now from a system that is really built on almost a firehouse response um, of reacting to the burning building when it's visible and when you see smoke to a situation where we're actually looking at these situations preemptively and thinking, what is it we could be doing here to actually avert a full-scale crisis and a famine.
0: African nations are attempting to strengthen their economies, improve crop management, and focus on fundraising. They want to ensure that next time a severe drought strikes, they can prevent famine, or at least a repeat of the scale of the disaster which has hit the region this time around.